This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. It's a sad day for us as friends, <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you why. Okay. You go through life, and you know you're getting older. I know. And then every now and then you get smacked in the face with a real <laughs> instance of just how old you're getting, and it happened today. Every day. It happened today. <laughs> I get a text message, as did you and as did some others in our group, about the price of gas. Oh, my gosh. And you responded even. Yes. Sweet. I can't wait to go visit that place. Yeah. When when price of gas becomes conversation fodder <laughs> for a group. We're going to start talking about the weather. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast. I'm Dutch Dalton, joined as always by Kamika Blur. Mm, that's me. Gibbler, we are coming off a really good week and a really good podcast episode yeah like people are actually listening to us thank you guys <laughs> right it's crazy we uh we want to make sure that we thank all of our sponsors on patreon as well if you go to the after two beers webpage after two beers.com that's the number two you can uh click on the patreon button and send us a little money we're getting ready to go on vacation we need money you know what we should do that whole like what is it where people can venmo you money to buy you drinks while you're on vacation yeah i don't want to be that guy i'm not afraid to be that girl oh yeah (laughs) i'll share i'll share my shot just buy me a shot that's all i ask for (laughs) now as we're moving in to late september early october i started thinking about all of the things that uh that you can do as an adult okay and one of which that we're going to talk about that i think most guys hate but, Uh but they do just because they feel like they should, is going to orchards. <laughs> orchards are horrible. <laughs> you just have to screw around with all the damn bees, man. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, you know who loves orchards? Bees. Bees love orchards. <laughs> now, like, there's a few things at the orchards that I love. So, like, we have a local orchard here. We have multiple local orchards. Right, but, like, the one that has all of the creatures. Like, if you want to pet Nordy's a wallaby, orchard. yeah, you want yeah. to pet a wallaby, they got you. If you want to eat an apple cider donut, they got you. That's the sign that it sucks. Slushies? It, is that you have to do all the other stuff to bribe people to come. Well, I mean, let's be real. You can obviously buy apples cheaper at the grocery store right. than to go pick them yourself. Exactly. They have to entice you. <laughs> with all the other things. Now, they must I, be organic. Yeah, and I, you know what? If I, I've researched this and I couldn't find it because this would absolutely be our A to B history topic, which is who started the tradition of going to an orchard? And I couldn't find it. because It's probably that damn Johnny Appleseed, remember? Well, <laughs> no, we're, and we're going to talk about him too, but uh, he did it just to, to drink booze. <laughs> Well, that's what we should do as well. <laughs> well. I mean, and that's what's starting to happen now at some of these orchards. But let's let's start about the whole concept of the orchard. Okay. Okay? It had to be started by an owner who didn't pay his staff well enough, and they didn't start. They didn't want to be a worker there. So they're like, hey, come pick our apples for us. Yes! It'll, they- be, a, it'll be fun. 
for the whole family. Well, the guy's like, I normally get a dollar a basket for apples, but if I hand the basket to the woman and tell her it's a family activity, I can get $3 a basket for sure. All you have to do is set up like a cool little backdrop for them to get their family photo. (laughs) That's all you gotta (laughs) do. (laughs) And the guy's so smart. I mean, it's probably farmers. And he thinks, I gotta feed all these damn animals. But feed's expensive and I gotta pick all these damn apples. I got my apple problem dealt with. I got these people going out and picking their own damn apples. And paying me more than they normally would pay for them. Now... I'm going to charge them to pay to buy the food. To feed the animals. To feed my animals. <laughs> it's a great business plan. It's phenomenal. And then they came up with the best plan of all. They take an apple, and they shove a stick in its ass, and dip it in caramel, <laughs> and they can charge six bucks for it. I mean. And if they roll their nuts on it, they can get $8 for it. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Nobody (laughs) eats apples. People are going there buying shit they're going to throw away in a week. It's kind of like bagged salad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to buy this shit that's pretty expensive so that I can throw it away in two weeks. Yeah, the lettuce goes slimy the moment it hits your house. Right? It looks great when you pick it up, you look at it, but when you get home, it looks like the swamp thing. As soon as you put it in even the produce drawer, it's like... (laughs) You know the place, uh, I, I, you, you stand in line to pay for apples. <laughs> yeah. How you think, like them apples? Think about that. <laughs> right? Right? Think about if there was any other produce or something that you bought from a farm that went just like this process. Like, imagine if you had to show up at a farm and everybody was, like, running around, getting their pictures taken. and For cabbage? No, uh, like you were picking out the cow you were going to slaughter. Oh, Bessie. Right? You're basically coming to the farm (laughs) and doing all the farmer's work. And you're paying extra to do it. And I just, it's a great gig for for an orchard guy. What do you call that And I'm going to be a little bit basic because I do like going, but like I am like you. I do not like messing with the bees. Yeah. I want to go, honestly. So what do you go for? I kind of go for the, like, to pet the animals. So you basically want to go to a petting zoo. I want to go to a petting zoo. But you just don't want to drive to I don't want to drive, like, an hour and a half to do it. Right. But what? I can go ten minutes and go do it. So you can go pet, like, they have, like, one And they have a the best donuts and the apple cider slushie. So it has nothing to do with the apples or the orchard so much. You're like... I they- normally don't even buy apples. I'll, like, <laughs> I might buy a caramel <laughs> apple... <laughs> But I'm going to get, like, an apple cider slushie, and I'll probably get some donuts. Oh, it proves my point. I love it. Now, (laughs) there is a a crazy fad that has really taken shape over the last 20 years when it comes to orchards. And that is, these are the people that intentionally choose to get lost in corn. Oh, the corn maze. I thought maybe you were going to talk about how they always have, like, the... How tall did you get this year <laughs> for your kids? And then you're like, well, shit, I'm going to have to go back next year to yeah. see how tall my kid got. No, I'm talking about grown-ass adults paying money just to walk get into lost. a field. <laughs> 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 Do you ever think that the picture they show you is bullshit? They just photoshopped it, and it was just like him and a buddy. One night, they were out on their gator just liquor driving around in the <laughs> corn. <laughs> and, like, that's the path. 
It might be. You never know. <laughs> now, what's really interesting about this whole orchard process and these people that are going into these corn mazes is that just like everything else in life, craft beer has figured out a way to infiltrate the game. You go to Doherty's Orchards here locally, uh-huh. and they serve beer. Did they? they I knew they do. started doing wine, but I didn't know they do beer. Yeah, that's how you know again the place I'm sucks. I'm 100% in. I'm <laughs> now, in. Now, I got to thinking about this, and I don't know if this is a good idea. That you sell a bunch of booze to adults, and then you set them <laughs> off free in a cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going back to high school when we would get passed out in a oh, cornfield. I'm picturing like these douchey people walking around dressed up like Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. All right. Drinking hard ciders because that makes them cool, I guess. Now, I'm convinced that there's going to be a whole lot of silver alerts that go up in the Midwest here soon. <laughs> With all the corn mazes? As all these people get out there and get lost in the corn maze. Now... I'm always looking for opportunities for us to make money and for us to pass along ideas to others to make money. Here's a no-brainer, okay? Okay. You just sit on the side of the road with a drone, and then family members come up and pay you to find, <laughs> find your the person family. in the corn. <laughs> They're just going to be stuck and lost out Follow there. the drone. It'll get you out. It's fine. Yeah. Now, have you ever been in a corn maze? I've never done the corn maze. I haven't either. You know what my favorite maze is? What? Ikea. Oh, my God. You that is the best maze. You get Swedish meatballs at the end. Yeah, <laughs> but I end up spending way too much money. Like, I came in there for, like, a laundry basket <laughs> and maybe some kitchen utensils. And lo and behold, I got, like, a speaker and a lamp and a, a desk for my office. I don't. I didn't even necessarily need it, but I got it. It's like walking into Walmart for Q-tips. It's like Target for me. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. you know what everybody in Richmond complains that there's not a Target, and it's it's really a good thing because there'd be so we many be more broke, so broke, right? You I'd know re- what? Maybe that would put people back to work. <laughs> put a casino in this town. It'd oh put my gosh, back to work. that's for sure. Yeah. Now it it's funny to me, and and as I was thinking about this today, I brainstormed all this. It's funny what city folk will pay farm folk to do. Right? This sounds awkward. No, no, no. Is this, like, is this like that farmer's only website? Right. What are we talking about here? You sure do got pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, when they, it's like a, uh, like a fetish thing. Okay. Role play. Like, you be the farmer and I'm going to be the city boy. Oh, my gosh. No, well, that's why I thought you were making it out to be. But anyway, no, think about it. People will show up and pay money to go on a hayride. Mm-hmm. which is basically work. And now we've got them picking their own produce, <laughs> which is basically work. And now people are even buying and putting chicken coops in their house. What? In, in cities. You haven't seen this? No. Yes, people are buying chicken coops here in Richmond, over by McBride Stadium, where the uh, the jazz play. Uh-huh. Right next to the laundromat, there's a big-ass chicken coop. Uh, right in the middle of town. Oh, I would hate to be their neighbors. Do they have a rooster oh, that wakes them up? Well, they want eggs, right? Can can Man, can what? hens fertilize? They can't fertilize without a rooster, right? Or is the rooster there strictly the rooster to protect them? The rooster is how them? it makes the eggs. F- I, I don't know how it works. 
I probably should have paid more attention in high school. So can they still lay? They can still lay eggs. It just doesn't turn into a chicken without. No, no. I feel like you need the rooster. I feel like you need that uh, the rooster there, right? Yeah. Right. What a great game he's got. He just walks right. around and throws the meat. And, he's like, Burr. but I couldn't do it. I I don't want to get up early. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? If he got to have sex with everybody in the barnyard, you'd probably wake up early too. <laughs> All right, Gibbs. Now, you brought up earlier about uh, Johnny Appleseed, which we did do an episode on. So if you want to hear even more about orchards, you can go back and listen to episode 103, where we talk about Johnny Appleseed. And uh, in my opinion, how he became America's first craft beer kingpin. All right, Gibbler, are you ready to do some A to B history? I'm ready. All right, now we're going to do something a little different. And it came to me today as I was driving back to work, I was listening to some music, and a song that came on the radio was Blinded by the Light, which is a, uh, a Manford Mann song. And it actually was written originally by Bruce Springsteen. No way. Yeah. Now, when Manford Mann picked it up, it became a big hit, and we're going to go through and listen to the song. Now, the reason I bring it up is because <laughs> it's one of the most commonly misheard oh, yeah. lyrics in music. No clue what the hell it meant. No. And and people do this all the time. I'm and, like, why are they doing yeah. a song about a douche? Right. So now people talk about Purple Haze. Mm-hmm. You know, excuse me while I kiss this guy and and um, <laughs> Elton John. The, Hold uh, me tiny, closer, Tony Danza. Tony Danza, yeah. <laughs> or the CCR, Bad Moon Rising. They say there's a bathroom on the right. No, I have a, a bat- I have a Fergie one. Oh, yeah? Oh, now, yeah. Now, we, we'll play that one. Okay. Okay. So that's what I want us to do tonight. And this may only take a few minutes, but I want to introduce you to some new ones so that every time you hear the song, it's ruined for you. That's basically <laughs> what we're welcome. doing. That's what we're doing. So as an example, we'll start with the Manford Band one because what he says in the song and what Bruce Springsteen wrote was revved up like a deuce, which meant a like deuce Like not coupe. a turd. It was a car. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And okay. now, and and it was in ref- reference to a deuce coupe, and it was a car reference. Now, what most people hear is wrapped up like a douche, which like are you hiding it every night? I I, I don't know. What, maybe or it's a Christmas present. Oh, oh man. I mean, remember that year you gave me the douche? It was yeah. all wrapped up like a douche. Not trying to drop hints or anything. Wink, wink. Right. <laughs> Now, here locally, if you see something wrapped up like a douche, it normally has a popped collar. Oh, man. And drink. <laughs> his name's Kyle with a monster in his That's hand. That's right. All right. So here's the song, and we'll see if you hear revved up like a deuce or wrapped up like a douche. I, I have to say, it does sound like douche. It does. You know, like some of these I went through and I listened to it. I'm like, I already knew the lyric. And so I'm like, nah, it doesn't sound like that. This still sounds like it wrapped still up like a, douche. like a douche. All right. Now I'm going to introduce you to another one. And this one, this one might be my favorite. I've never heard this before. And I am now officially ruined on it. Now it's, it's by a guy named Harry Nielsen. Harry? Harry. Now I'm going to introduce you to some new artists. Harry Nielsen's the one that did the lime in the coconut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, he did a song that was called Without You. You guys know this one? Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> I've got, I feel like Mariah Carey does it, too. Let's do the Mariah Carey one. Then. Yeah. I think it's the Mariah Carey one that is, like, really evident. There's a part when here it says, oh, I can't forget the look on your face <laughs> yes. as you were leaving. Okay. <laughs> now, now, I want you to listen to this because it sounds like, oh, I can't forget the semen on your face as you were leaving. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? What the Navy have to do with it? I don't know, but here we go. No, I can't forget the See? It's the Mariah Carey version. So we have now officially we have now officially ruined that song. Everybody. So every time you hear it, here, I want to play it again. Just because this may be the best segment we ever record on this podcast. <laughs> but if this doesn't sound like the semen on your face. Look, JP's so excited. He grabbed the headphones and took them both sides. Here we go. No, I can't forget the semen on your face as you were leaving. On your face as you were leaving. She's singing about a money shot. It's amazing. Oh, my God. I can't make that up. Okay. Now, let's move to the next one. All right. So, here's the the song is My Hero by Foo Fighters. And you're talking about his hero. But apparently, as the hero's walking away, he finds him odd and hairy. All right. Here we go. My hero is, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's odd and hairy. He's odd and hairy. Oh there goes my, my gosh. hero. Now, Gibbler, you said you had one, and it's Glamorous by Fergie. Yes. And Ludicrous. All right, I'm going to hit play. So it's at like 34 seconds. Yeah. Uh huh. And what's it supposed to be? Champagne. And what does she say? It sounds like she's saying shit pain. Shit pain? All right, let's listen. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That does sound it like shit like pain. It sounds like shit pain. I've never been able to hear it the same, man. <laughs> oh, shit pain. <laughs> oh, you know what? Like I said, this is just for fun. And uh, if you've got some of your own, make sure you share them with us. And, and we'll highlight them each week. Yes, I and feel like we just should. For fun. It was a very small A to B history, but <laughs> yeah, it's so much it fun. Is. All right, Gibbler, are you ready for some dudes? <laughs> I'm ready. You know, I love this fucking show. I do. <laughs> I really do. And our listening, our listens are going up, and I greatly appreciate all of our listeners. But tonight has been one crazy show. <laughs> and has. I hope anyone that has made it to this point continues has to Has had stick as many beers us. as we <laughs> That's right. Because it's called the After Two Beers Podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. So, we're going to do a couple news stories, and we're going to call it a night. Here's our first one. An 11-year-old got more than a scare after an actor at a popular haunted house attraction stabbed him with a real Bowie knife. What? Yes. 
So, My bad. Yeah. Got the wrong one. <laughs> the <laughs> the incident occurred at Seven Floors of Hell Haunted House in Berea, Ohio, on September 18th, when an actor stabbed the boy through one of his Croc sandals. Oh, and cut his he toe. deserved it. Yeah, he should I'm have been kidding. wearing. Anybody knows. <laughs> That if you're going to a haunted house, you got to wear steel toes. Right. <laughs> he thought he was rocking it, but he was crocking it. Now, I love how CNN describes this guy as an actor. He's basically a carny <laughs> that doesn't have to travel the, the, like the countryside. He, he gets to hang out and put a wolf mask on, and he calls himself an actor. But anyway, old Christopher Pogoleski, okay. 22, the actor who stabbed the boy, brought a real knife to use at the haunted house, which is strictly against the rules of the attraction. You think? Yeah, that's what the owner said. Actors are not allowed to carry any real weapons and are only supposed to carry rubber and foam props. (laughs) Apparently, old Chris admitted to police after the incident that bringing a real knife was not a good idea. You think? (laughs) And that the injury was an accident and he had no intention of hurting anyone. He was very apologetic and stayed with the boy the whole time and helped him take his croc off. <laughs> he thought <laughs> he saw a croc and all of a sudden he went right. to crocodile right. Dundee mode. He's like, Crocky. that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Paramedics showed up to treat the boy following the incident. After he was bandaged up, he said he wanted to finish his trip through the haunted house. I mean, at that point, he's a fucking baller, right? <laughs> he's like, that's just a mere flesh wound. <laughs> right? Uh, the owner said, we've been in business 21 years. We're a safe event, and it's just something the actor foolishly did on his own. Good thing he wasn't using a gun prop. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> or like a real chainsaw. Oh, Now, this is our, our last story, our second story, and this one, you know, we've done this show now for almost three and a half years, and this might be my favorite story ever. <laughs> I mean, this is just... Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's so great. Matthew Williamson, 37, was found sleeping in the press box of a sports complex, surrounded by piles of stolen chicken fingers, what? chips, candy, and meth. Cops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get the. I, I mean, I like some good chicken <laughs> nuggets, right? just like everybody else. But what? The Outlaw Snooze Fest took place last week at Pleasant Grove's Athletic Complex with snacks stolen from a concession stand just days after Williamson walked out of jail on another crime. He had been arrested the first time on September 17th, charged with breaking and entering a vehicle and stealing property. He was cleaning out the change drawer. That's happened to me <laughs> a couple times. And now he's times. like, I'm going to go. I'm going <laughs> right? to up my game. Now, this, this guy... He, he, he pulls no punches, okay? Less than two hours after leaving jail, he stole a car in Hueytown and hid in Pleasant Grove. He stole a trove of snacks after breaking into the athletic complex's concession stand, and he was caught sleeping with the stolen goods and the drugs the next morning. He put himself into, like, a little, like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, after the meth, I'm gonna have some chicky nuggies. Yeah, you know what? I've been there. I've been that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you get home and you've had a couple Taco Bells, and you just want to take a sleepy time, right? But I didn't steal the Taco Bells, and I wasn't sleeping in a press. Box. Did you wake up with any hot sauce on your forehead or anything? My, <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. I don't even know what they meant by that. Anyway. 
Gibbler, have you had a good time? I've had a great time. Ah, this show's great. All right, so uh, we want to make sure that uh, we talked about this last week, that if uh, you got anyone in your, in your life that you feel like is struggling, make sure you reach out to them. Just give them a high five or just see how they're doing. It's always a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Make sure you go and visit our webpage, after2beers.com. You can click on the Patreon link, support the show. You can go back and listen to past episodes, which we encouraged you to do earlier. Johnny Appleseed. The Johnny Appleseed episode. And um, I guess, Gibbler, without further ado, we'll talk to him all next week. After two beers. After two beers.